A very good morning to you. It is eight minutes to nine. This is James Ross with Money Talk uh, till nine. And then it'll be uh, back chat. OK, let us cross now to uh, Sydney to talk to David Annex, a resource analyst at Fat Profits. David's going to uh, give us a view on the commodities sector. Very good morning to you, David. G'day, James. How are you going? I'm well, thank you. How is Sydney this morning? Oh, it's actually quite bright here, but uh, a bit of disappointment in the air given that uh, we lost the uh, semi-finals to the English ladies uh, overnight. Yes, my condolences there. The Matilda certainly put in a, a great fight, though, didn't they? Yes, they did. Well, let's uh, let's turn to the commodity sector, and um, you know, one of the areas of concern, I guess, always for Australia is is China, because of course that is a big consumer of some of the resources that come from Australia. Uh, what is your thoughts at the moment about the effect of the slowing economic recovery in China, David? Oh, look, certainly when you have a look at what's happening in China at the moment, it is playing somewhat of a hand towards keeping commodity prices somewhat in check when it comes to any rallies. And that's primarily because, as you've just mentioned, James, we've seen a significant slowdown in that country. The the hype that was hopefully going to come with them reopening post-COVID has not eventuated, and that really has caused some pain for the commodity sector. But overall, we have seen, uh, even though we've seen those numbers uh, economically uh, perhaps coming in slower, we have seen the Chinese authorities actually uh, twigging the stimulatory levers here and there to try Mm. and ensure that their economy doesn't exactly uh, fall uh, completely uh, in a hole. Uh, And we only saw just uh, the other day a a cut in interest rates. So all of those are actually starting to perhaps build towards uh, some form of stability in the economy. But at the, no- at the moment, the numbers are all pointing down, and that's why we're seeing the authorities taking such action. What are the key resources that China buys from Australia, David, for our listeners' benefit? Oh, primarily the key one is iron ore. We're a significant exporter uh, of iron ore into that country, primarily because of our location and the uh, the companies that do export there are low-cost producers. That gives them a significant advantage. We also are exporters of, uh, of coal into China. Once uh, the ban was lifted, we, we've uh, been uh, able to uh, export major coal imports. And we've also uh, got nickel and copper, so we, we've we export a broader way array of commodities into uh, the Chinese economy. Now, just looking more widely uh, on the commodities market, uh, you know, the dollar uh, has been rising as uh, US yields uh, uh, rise. What is the impact of that on uh, the commodities sector? Oh, look, there's no doubt about it. The main driver, although we've just talked about China, but the main driver really has been that US dollar. And as you've said, as we've seen US yields rise, the US dollar's been rising with those yields. That's causing commodity prices generally to be uh, softer because there's an inverse relationship between the two. And unfortunately, that's really just put any check that we've seen on rallies into the commodities market. Overall, in fact, we've started to see some weakness because the US dollar index is uh, well up over 100 and that's really causing some pressure on commodity prices. Unfortunately, we thought that the US dollar was going to perhaps fall, but uh, as those US yields keep rising, the opposite has happened and that's really uh, 
as I say, just keeping us in uh, in the, some sort of uh, abatement when it comes to uh, resource rallies. I, I mean, if you were looking forward for the next uh, three, six, twelve months, and you know that keeps g- keeps rising, what would be the impact? Oh, James, I would have to suggest that I'd probably be looking for another job because we would see resource prices really struggling to uh, make any headwind in terms of rallies if that US dollar does keep rising. Look, all the metrics as far as we're concerned for the US dollar are in place for it to go down. We've seen a rising US debt. We've seen a shift in the, the trade preference for the US dollar away from it to other currencies. So those two factors would suggest to us that the US dollar at some point's got to fall. All we need to do now, James, is see those interest rate differentials uh, or the interest rates in the US start falling. And perhaps that could happen sometime through 2024 as the Fed cuts and we will see the US dollar weaken. That's what we need for any any uh, upward move in the in the resource uh, sector pricing and really that's what we've been patiently waiting for for some time gold is always seen uh, david as a island of stability is is that still the case uh, how how's gold doing these days <laughs> look unfortunately the gold price uh, is uh, we've seen the reach uh, towards uh, $2000 an ounce and uh, now it's uh, starting to press down towards $1900 us an ounce and that is on the back of that stronger US dollar. Again, there's the inverse relationship between the uh, dollar rising and gold prices falling. So we do think that, uh, as we've talked about, the US dollar has to at some point uh, recognise some of the internal factors in that country that are just not correct, and we will see that adjustment happening. But at this point in time, gold has unfortunately not really been that safe haven that we've expected it to be. The US dollar seems to have taken that mantle for the time being. But no doubt we do believe in the future that that that, uh, safe haven crown will come back to the gold price and we will see it rally. But again, it will all be dependent on the US dollar. And just quickly before we go, the price of oil, it seems to yo-yo at the moment, doesn't it? What's, uh, What's going on there? Oh, look, really, the oil price is probably one of the better of the commodities because it's got a, an organisation called OPEC, which uh, has a significant supply impact when they do anything. And at this point in time, they've suggested or they are, in fact, uh, maintaining cuts in production, and that's keeping the energy prices buoyant. On the other side of the on the other side of supply in the US, we haven't seen any significant upward move in uh, domestic supply in the US from their shale fields. And uh, we do believe that uh, that's keeping some somewhat of greater tension in the energy prices compared to what we've seen with, say, uh, the broader commodities. David Annex is resource analyst at Fat Profits. David, thank you very much uh, for joining us and uh, look forward to speaking to you again.